Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the beach. Ticker time here on a Wednesday brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And a big one for Oregon State, man. That went down at Stanford. What a way to end it. And they, they come out on top against the Cardinals. Now they come home and it doesn't get any easier. The Cougs are coming to town Saturday night. Joining us now to talk about that game in the Beavs is our friend Carter Baines from Beaver Blitz at Carter Baines on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. He's a senior writer there uh, at v- uh, Beaver Blitz. Carter, good morning to you. I'm going to start the most important Probably question every Oregon State fan has is, what's going on at quarterback? Is it Gold Branson again? Is Chance Nolan healthy? What are we hearing? What are we learning? And how are we feeling at that position going into Saturday? Yeah, you know, my gut tells me that Ben Gold Branson's still the guy this week. I, I just think that everything we've heard from Jonathan Smith about Chance Nolan's status right now tells me that you know he's probably not going to be ready to go in time for Saturday. Uh, what we heard at the the Monday press conference is that he had not returned to practice. Uh, you know, the, what, the, uh, what, what the medical team was telling him was that he might not be able to go on Tuesday. And so if that puts you in a Wednesday practice return, I just don't know that gives that, if that gives you enough time uh, to get ready for Saturday if you're Chance Nolan. Because last week, Jonathan Smith said he would need close to, if not an entire full week of practice before he returns to the lineup. So, I don't even know if he'll be available this weekend. Um, but even when he is, I mean, you look at the at, at the small sample size for Ben Goldbrands and what he did last week to, to get you back into that game and, and, and to give you the win, man, it, it, it might be a toss-up at this point between those two. Yeah, you know, Carter, it's interesting. I, I think you're hitting on something. So I want to get your thoughts on this because, I mean, the walk-off is what everybody remembers. It's a late kick. It's, you know, Stanford fans and Beaver fans in attendance are falling asleep. People at home, as much as you love your team, I think it's like it's almost midnight here. we got a football game being played. It's a wild ending. But I still walk away, despite the ending and how you know improbable it kind of was, I walk away still with a lot of question marks and a little concern for Oregon State. It was weird energy for them. I did like Gobranson not turning the football over, but I still didn't think they played very good. And Stanford, to me, is not a good team. You know, Washington State coming to town. Where are you just at right now? with what you've seen outside of Gobranson, where are you at right now on this Oregon State team and the way they've looked the last couple of weeks? That was just textbook Pac-12 after dark, wasn't it? It really was. <laughs> um, 
but no, the, you know, it's it's interesting because like ninety five percent of that game was was just flat out not good for Oregon State. It, it really did take until the last, and I'd say about five minutes or so for them to really turn things on. They did have that drive where Damian Martinez uh, ran for the twenty nine yard run, set up a, a passing touchdown to Silas Bolden to kind of get the ball moving there again early in the fourth quarter, but it, it did take until that big run from Martinez to the end zone for them to, to really feel like the Beavers had a chance in that game. And, and you know, to go 55 minutes and, and feel like you're really just kind of out of it against Stanford was concerning to me. I mean, I, I already had a couple, a couple of paragraphs written about a loss that I had to delete um, after, after, you know, Harrison pulled off that miracle just a, a weird game to go down there to the farm in a game that I think pretty much everybody expected Oregon State was going to take care of business um, and, and to just come out and, and look so flat and, and frankly undisciplined on sportsmen like conduct penalties, um, an offense that couldn't move the ball at all, a defense that gave up some big plays. At times it looked like a team that didn't really want to be there, but to its credit, Oregon State did kind of stay the course, bounce back, and pull that thing out, and I'm curious now if if that kind of a win will give them a little bit more energy, will provide a little bit more of a spark um, after they had entered that game on a on a two game losing streak. Mm. I, you know, one of the bigger questions we're talking with Carter Baines of uh, Beaver Blitz at Carter Baines on Twitter. One of the bigger questions I have, really, for Oregon State's offense. I know so much attention has gone to the quarterback position, but we've talked a lot about on our show just the rotation at running back and how it hasn't made a ton of sense, like. Jam Griffin's having a really good year. And you look at his yards per carry, even again on Saturday night. He had 13 carries for 75 yards. Deshaun Fenwick had one more carry for 20 fewer yards than him. And then you had Damian Martinez, who I believe both of his first two carries, he you know busted them for 20 yards, and then he had that 43-yard touchdown run. Have, have you been surprised? Have they said anything about the running back rotation? Do we still think it's going to be split between those three guys? Because I'm looking at it as an independent observer, and I'm saying, man, Jam Griffin's running the ball great right now. Damian Martinez just broke through. It just it feels like it should be more of a two-man rotation. What are they saying about that? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the consensus among fans and, and most of the media right now is that you look at the carry distribution, and it really doesn't make sense when you look at the production. Um, not to dog on, on Deshaun Fenwick at all, but you know he just hasn't been as efficient as, as the other guys in that room. Um, I, I will say Jonathan Smith, leading up to this week had kind of doubled down on that approach and, and said, you know, we want to get all of these guys the ball because they all do different things and they're all good at what they do. Um, this week he, you know, he mentioned that he felt like Damian Martinez should have gotten more carries in that game. And, and I tend to agree when you have a guy who, who breaks two long ones um, out of the three times he touches the ball, you know, that's obviously a guy who needs to get more touches. Jim Griffin averaging about six yards per carry in that game. I'm not sure how he doesn't end up as, as your leading rusher by, by carries. Um, and he's done that for a couple of weeks in a row now. You know, you go back to the USC game. Uh, he was he was kind of the guy there as far as reliable production, going back to Utah as well. Um, but yet he still, he still finds himself behind Deshaun Fenwick in the pecking order, which I don't know, maybe we see something flip this week because he did – you know, he did only finish one carry behind Fenwick last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, it's there really is a lot of talent in that room. So, it's you know, it's it's not easy to find a way to keep all, keep all those guys engaged and get them involved. But 
um, with with what we've seen from from those two guys and Martinez and, and Griffin in the last couple of weeks, I have to think that they they deserve a lot more carries than what they're getting right now. Well, Carter, yeah, I, I, this is a non important note, but the Vegas line here is over under fifty three total points. And if you were to ask me what I think of both of these teams this weekend, they look like teams being more carried by their defense all year than their offense. Now Cam Ward's an exciting player, and he's got the capability. We saw it against Oregon. Did it a couple times against USC, but for the most part, their offense has not been a high-scoring thing, and Oregon State's offense is kind of in a struggle bus. They've got a, a young quarterback kind of filling in here as a starter. I tend to lean the under, but like, how do you see this game playing out? What do you think of this matchup? I'm nervous for Oregon State. I don't know how to feel about them being a four- to three-and-a-half-point favorite here. I think Washington State is a very good team who can definitely win at Reeser. How do you feel just looking at everything you've looked at on the Washington State side, how they match up against Oregon State. Yeah, this has like 21 to 17 written all over it to me. I mean, two teams that, that very much are right now defense-dependent, defense which feels weird to say about Oregon State, I think. But mm-hmm. I, I guess at this point in the season, it's it's kind of the, you know, I, I think that's kind of the read on this team that I have right now. It's a team that's going to be really stingy with it defensively, but the concern is there on the offensive side of the ball. In the past, it's been the turnovers. Now it's, yeah, I guess, just efficiency across the board, really, in, in a quarterback situation that you have no idea what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. So I think the key for Oregon State in this game, if, if it's going to have a chance to win, is the offensive line is going to have to bounce back, and, and Ben Holbrand is going to have to do a better job of, of escaping pressure this week. I mean, eight tackles for loss, four sacks against Stanford was so uncharacteristic. It's something that we haven't seen from Oregon State in years with this offensive line playing at a very high level for the last couple of years. Um, Washington State has a very aggressive defense. You know, Jake Dick is a, a defensive-minded coach. Um, they, they've improved on that side of the ball really year over year for, for a while now. And, uh, you know, you look at the tackle for loss numbers, the, the sack numbers, they've got some great cut, great pass rushers on, on the edge there. Um, Oregon State's going to have to protect the, the pocket better this week if it's going to have a chance to move the ball and, and put anything together with consistency. Yeah, it's a big game, a swing game in their season. There's no doubt about that. Carter Baines, senior writer for Beaver Blitz at Carter Baines on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. Uh, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for getting up early with us here on a Wednesday morning, and we'll catch up again soon. No worries. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 